Welcome, welcome, welcome to this podcast. And have you ever watched a scary movie as a kid? Or were you ever afraid of the dark? Ooh, so maybe you were just afraid of the dark as a kid. What's interesting, that tingly feeling when we think that our, you know, that common human feeling of being suspicious of the dark when we think there's someone behind our shoulder or a hand about to touch our shoulder and it's behind us. And it stands to good reason that we're suspicious of what we can't see and you never know what things dart around in the dark. Now, speaking of things we can't see, I recently read in a book, and I read so many books, I forgot which book this was from, and it's talking about the future and the past and how we humans perceive time. And in Western culture, the future is out in front of us and the past is behind us. And what's interesting is perspective and uh, its perspective is unique and it makes sense to you, right? The future is out ahead of us and we're looking towards the future. It's intuitive and it sounds right and it feels right to us and looking ahead to you to the future seems right. Now, there are other cultures where, and I'm not certain which cultures, uh, yet there are other cultures where the future is behind them and the past is in front of their eyes. That's interesting and potentially a more accurate concept. I think it was Actually, now it was a book about Peter Drucker, the father of modern management, David Allen, a productivity whiz and the founder of GTD, Getting Things Done, highly recommended productivity system, thinks very highly of Peter Drucker, as do many other people. And there was a book by one of his first PhD students who was mentored by Peter Drucker. And this is what this quote or concept was from. And it it uh, it does doesn't it seem more apt? This famous quote by Drucker, by the way, is that we can't predict the future. It's impossible, but we can create it. Now that's powerful. I'll say that again. Drucker said, "We can't predict the future, but we can create it." Now, so we actually can't see the future, and that's why it makes it sense. That's why it makes sense that it's behind us, sneaking up on us. We don't really know what's going to come next in the next five seconds, let alone the next you know five years and so the past is in front of our eyes our memories we can review it and view it and learn from it and so that's interesting a shift in perspective that gives us new and different insights a different way to look at time now you already knew that a new perspective can give you new insights and so it's applicable that we're typically just one perspective shift away from massive energy in our lives and massive change. How many of you would like massive energy in your lives just to be more excited about what you do? It's a funny thing. Uh, the energy is within us and it's just a matter of accessing that, changing our perspective so that we can turn our energy on. Now, one simple or one simple insight away from radically changing our current life and radically changing our currency or the cash flow in our lives. And I say radical, I don't mean making 10K a day. I, I mean radical like having a loving conversation with your wife where you truly connect more than you have in five months or truly bringing up a problem with your husband that you desire to talk about or a significant other that you desired to talk about or not being bothered by someone at work that would normally bother you. That is huge and radically different than what you do previously. Now, or actually going to the gym. These changes are radical in our lives and you can get them now by a small change and perspective. So back into the dark. Our perspective is limited in the dark. Have you ever been scared of the dark as a kid? So go back there. Think about that. This is a fantastic quote by Emerson. He says, always do what you are afraid to do. 
Now, how is that for a life model? Imagine if you were a kid and you were afraid of the dark and you just decided to test out your fear and go sit in the dark basement and see if anything happens, see if that monster under your bed actually comes and gets you. Doing what you're afraid to do then empowers you and usually gives you a new perspective. Like how many kids, they're like, I'm afraid of a monster under my bed. How many would go lay on the floor and then roll under the bed and see if anything happens. That's very radically different. So doing what you're afraid to do then empowers you and usually gives you a new perspective. There was this guy I was listening to and he was in some tropical location on a boat and his guide was saying, some people go swim into that underwater cave over there, but most don't because there are sharks. And this guy was, his first reaction was like, I don't want to do that. Yikes, sharks. And his second thought was shit. Now I have to do that. I'm afraid of it. So I have to go do it. And he had trained himself to go do what he was afraid of. That's a powerful training, a powerful automatic response. And so he did it 15 minutes later, no sharks, he's still alive. And he had done something that he was initially scared to do. So for example, I went bungee jumping one time and I actually wasn't scared to do it. I was thrilled. I was really excited. And then I get up on the actual bridge of the, uh, the railing of the bridge. And then the fear kicked in. I was just like, I'm going to die. What am I doing? And my brain is like, you're going to die. What are you doing? And I remember that fear and looking down and I just, if you can picture this, I was just standing on the edge, my knees bent. So I was a little less high off the ground, even though I was 437 feet off the ground, looking over into that canyon, that chasm. And the only thing that was attached to me was just some long Velcro, military Velcro, but just Velcro straps around my ankles. That was the only thing tethering me to the bridge. And then I just jumped off and I just had to let go. And then it was just straight up elation. It was just fantastic. And I was just, the wind was rushing through my ears. My stomach was in my throat. My throat was in my stomach. And it was just utterly amazing. And when you're falling literally 400 feet, all you can do is let go. And it's powerful. And you just enjoy the ride. And Really, when we take that leap and just do what we're afraid to do, all you can do is just let go. If you truly just sit there and wait for someone behind you to put their hand on your shoulder, that's not actually going to happen. All you can do is just let go. And Pema Chodron had a phenomenal quote about fear. It's a concept that she essentially says, and I love Pema Chodron, fantastic Buddhist author. And essentially, she says, it's silly to be afraid of a thing until it actually occurs. So if you're a kid afraid of the monster under your bed or an adult that you're afraid that your spouse is upset with you, don't be afraid until it actually happens. You just make up these imaginary stories in your head and there's this monster until that monster actually taps you on the shoulder or your wife actually tells you she is upset. There's no benefit in worrying about these fears. They're not in the they're not real or in reality yet. Now, I truly believe action is supreme and that we should be based in reality as much as possible and less in our heads. And that's truly how we get ahead. And it's definitely just how we get ahead. Now, obviously don't take this too far. Like if you're in a bad part of town, don't just wait until you're getting mugged to be afraid of getting mugged. Like there are some things you should be logical about, have common sense. Now, so we should do what we're afraid to do. And it's funny, I remember a story when I was in DC, and this is a powerful trick to help you push over the edge and to truly do what is scaring you and just do it, just do it. And it's the simplest thing and it's so powerful. So we'll get into that in a little bit. So I was in my, I was in DC and I was with my family and I was on vacation and seeing the sights and hearing the car noises and DC city noises. And we asked someone about the best pizza place in town. And the person told us from their perspective what the best pizza place in town. And it was this college student and 
Oh goodness. So that reminds me of another pizza story. So once there was a friend that asked a person the best place to eat around. And this person said this gas station pizza place, this was the best damn pizza she had ever had. And she was just passionate about this gas station pizza. And we were like, Oh, I guess we should go. And so from that person's perspective, they loved this pizza yet there was nothing special about it. It was, I'll tell you, it was just gas station pizza. So we go there, we get the pizza. There is nothing special about it. It is literally gas station pizza. And we, you know, imagine how many times do you do that in your life? Like there's nothing special about it. We try to dress it up. We try to make our problems more important than they are, but it's just gas station pizza. They're regular boring problems and a million other people have them and overcome them. And it's just an imaginary perspective in your head where your problems exist as this huge monster that you're afraid of. And really it's just gas station pizza. There's nothing actually special about it. And just like that person imagined the gas station pizza was the best thing ever even though you could just see the grease and smell the cheap pepperoni and look at it and it was clear it was just a regular piece of pizza now or worse than that and this brings me to another quote by Richard Bandler in his in his uh in his book get the life you want he says our problems are imaginary right just like that person thought that pizza was awesome and it was just imaginary and sometimes we think our problems are bigger than they are but really it's just an imaginary fear in our heads. So if you can imagine this, and I'm certain you're going to get this, if our problems are imaginary, then why can't we have imaginary solutions? I'll tell you, you just got that. You got what you need to get. And so from this entire seminar I've created about solutions, imaginary solutions, none of what I say in this seminar is true. It just seems to work every time. And I'll tell you, again, it's the biggest no-brainer in the world. It's free. It's a must-watch and a must-get. If you're afraid to get it, then just fucking do it. If you've ever been afraid of a problem, the seminar the seminar is for you. It will motivate you and act to act and change your brain and realize that imaginary stories you've been putting yourself through. So we just must do those things that frighten us. It is necessary. And we must do those things that frighten us. Why? Because this is a powerful concept from a smart man I've never met yet only heard stories about. He answered a question the question was, what is your biggest fear? And I want you to think about that. What is your biggest fear? Go there, feel it, smell it, touch it, hear it, what it sounds like. So this man's biggest fear was, and before we get into this, let's prep ourselves and get in the right state. So take a big breath in, a big breath out. Okay, I want you to be centered and clear as you get this. This man's answer to what his biggest fear was was meeting his future self that he could have been in 20 years and explaining to him why he stopped, why he didn't reach his potential. Powerful and frightening. Imagine meeting your future self in 20 years if you had continued and done what you were afraid of and just continued. Most life and business is just fucking continuing, not getting knocked out of the game and keeping playing this infinite game, as Simon Sinek says. So... Imagine meeting yourself in 20 years, the person who had done it right, and you had been afraid and just had to explain to him why you didn't continue and what stopped you from progressing. I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. So let's get ourselves motivated. Let's continue and do those things that frighten us. Let's get what we need and simply now go get that motivation video seminar that I told you about, truthtech.co forward slash start now. And if that piques your interest at all, follow your curiosity and go to truthtech.co forward slash start now and go get that video. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace out.